Welcome to the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast, where mother and daughter explore a holistic approach to health from a multi-generational and multinational perspective. I am Samantha Salmon. I'm on a mission to help eradicate type 2 diabetes, an unnecessary, preventable, and reversible disease. If you want to be the healthiest version of yourself possible so you can do God's work in the world, you have come to the right place. Here is a sneak peek of one of our wellness check-ins in the self-care salon program that I specifically created for type 2 diabetics to help them lose weight and enjoy natural, healthy, wholesome foods that just allow for effortless fat release and be in a supportive environment to continue on that weight loss process. On this episode, we talk about um, what exactly is non-GMO verified or this check-in session, I should say. We talked about what non-GMO verified actually means, how that's different from organic and from hybrid foods and about the benefits of spearmint. And you'll actually be super surprised at how much spearmint can do for the body. I just wanna invite you, if you are looking to lose weight um, and be in a supportive environment that will help you actually not only lose the weight, but continue on this journey. So it's not a diet, it becomes more of a lifestyle for you. Um, then I invite you to join the self-care salon. We have weekly check-ins where we talk about topics like this on a regular basis to help you continue to go and, and progress on your journey. Um, the link for that will be in the show notes. So I hope you enjoy um, this sneak peek of our weekly wellness check-in. So yes so yes we are here today october 4th um do you have your hibiscus tea um uh unfortunately i drank it before i came up (laughs) (laughs) well that that's good you're drinking it that's good you're drinking it yes um Today, I wanted to talk about a couple of things. Uh, First off is um, non-GMO verified. You know, when you buy things, it says non-GMO verified. And I know you had mentioned before that um, you typically get those in in the store because you don't have access to organic. Right. I remember you saying that before. So um, do you know, so, okay, so I I researched the non-GMO verified project. That's the certification or the certifier for these products. Uh They only look for uh, GMO. They're not concerned about pesticides or, you know, if it's organic or anything like that. So like, on their, I think this is on foodchainid.com. It, the question was posed, does non-GMO project verified mean a product is free of herbicides and pesticides? And it says the evaluation addressed by the non-GMO project standard is exclusively for GMOs. Thus the product verification program does not address the use of herbicides or pesticides. However, choosing products that are both certified organic and non-GMO project verified assures the avoidance of herbicides and pesticides as well as GMOs. So 
just in case some people were confused about that um because you know there's there's a whole movement against genetic modification of our food like yeah. like i always talk about um as a prime example because i know it gets confusing for some folks the difference between genetically modified hybrid and non yeah so like a hybrid is a banana mm -hmm. <laughs> our our bananas that we're eating right now are hybrids right um hybrids like you have we've had organic um we've had organic uh candy grapes remember that time i came to new york one time we had organic candy grape the cotton candy grapes and they're usda certified organic which means they a, a, a organic certification means it's not gmo right but this is a hybrid okay it's a hybrid you see how misleading these things are a hybrid anything that's been mixed like for example our our dogs what we know now as like puppy dogs house dogs these they're hybrid animals our our modern day cows are hybrid animals you know you you mate one animal with another animal and you have this new it's a hybrid okay so it's still an it's still a natural thing it's just a mix like um like the the birth of uh these purple sweet potatoes that we like <laughs> you know it's a hybrid and it can also be organic right so gmo though is where the dna has been changed that's like the apples that have been genetically modified with uh, fish some fish dna so that it never looks like it's going bad i don't know if you can taste if it's going bad or not i've never had it before but they don't brown right not just fish they have fruits like that too and they have vegetables like that well that's what i'm saying so they they took an apple they spliced into the dna of the apple fish gene and so now this apple doesn't brown it doesn't look bad and so it will forever look good in the store on your three, countertop whatever three four months yeah yeah so and there's there's other things like that um there's genetically modified bees that have been running around you know so um and the and the the fear around genetic modification is that we there has not been enough testing um we don't know how this is going to or how it is currently even affecting our health and the health of the whole ecosystem right because if you have genetically modified bees and those bees are populate are you know cross-pollinating and um then we're eating the food that they've cross-pollinated with or we're eating the honey from these genetically like what happens to our body you know and um so there's a whole movement there's irt.org uh i think it's called the institute for responsible technology or something like that jeffrey smith he's been the loudest voice i feel like on genetically modified foods um but yeah so that's the difference between hybrid you can have organic gmo is a different thing dna is being changed um and we don't know how that's going to affect our health and the health of this planet 
And then organic, you know, organics, USDA certified organic means it is not GMO. And pesticides have not touched the soil three years prior to planting at least, right? And no pesticides have been used on it. Now, herbicides, there are like four herbicides that can be used with organic. Um, two of them are really, really natural. Like one of them is neem, which is an herb. Um, there's two that I, I can't, the rest of them, I, honestly, I can't remember. I have a resource I could share if you're interested. Um, you can reach out to me on that. But um, I just wanted to clarify that when you see that non-GMO verified project label, that it could still have um, herbicides and pesticides on it. It just means it's not GMO. It's not being altered. Right, the DNA has not been altered. Right, and the, the only reason why we care about that is because, you know, pesticides, we know, are carcinogenic, and it just adds to the toxic load to the body. It's, and also these pesticides are also obesogenic. You know, fat is where toxins live, right? So when you have excess fat, that's why we want to detox because it's like, you know, there's there's toxin accumulation happening. Well, I tell you one thing. After listening to all this, what you're saying, and you know, my mind goes a thousand miles per minute, right? Yeah. My it's been processing my head while you're talking. No wonder the generation that is we are seeing now that have some kind of behavioral problem. I have a feeling, and it might sound so stupid, but if they check into it, they can find out. Because they alter the food so much, I think some of those alterations alter the children's DNA. Because they're not behaving like their parents. Because if DNA is so strong, why does children do things so different from, you understand what I'm saying? Why are they so, it is so sad though. Mm -hmm. This is why I don't trust, and I hate to say, don't come at me. I'm only saying how I feel. I, I heard this is a free country, so I think I could say what I'm feeling right now. You have to be so careful when you're going to the hospital. Because if they're altering the food, they might alter that blood when they give you a blood transfusion. There goes your DNA. I don't know. Listen, I'm not a medical doctor. I love doctors. I love nurses. But I'm very careful. Yeah. Yeah, you know, what you eat becomes who you are. Didn't I say that before? I used so, to love gold. Yeah, <laughs> but even it's, it's, it's real. Like, this is science. When you eat food, it doesn't just go through your body. It actually gets absorbed into your body. It becomes your DNA. All the new cells that make up your tissues, your liver, you know. We always um, like to talk about the example of, like, you know, how you cut your finger all of quickly, the body's working to repair itself, right? There's scabs forming. The tissues are trying to come back together to men. It's like, this is not right. Let's close it back up, right? This same thing is happening inside the body. And what the body uses to do that mending and repairing is coming from the foods that we eat. That's why we biologically need to eat food, right? So we need, we need to eat plant-based food yes we need because to eat phytonutrient mineral rich food <laughs> before i started to eat like this and i used to love goat meat like mm -hmm. give me some curry goat and you could give it to me every day i don't care 
I love it so much. I could have it from a homeless person. And let me tell you something. I realized when I was eating goat, I was one of the most angriest person you'd ever see. And goat is not a place. Goat never laughs. <laughs> know that you are what you eat. I yeah. know that. Yes. For sure. Yes, you're what you eat. So yeah, so some food for thought on that. And let's move into something probably a little bit more positive, spearmint. Now, I've been wanting to talk about spearmint for like a year because, mm -hmm. and but I was doing the research and stuff and then it came out of season because in my imperfect foods box, I get fresh mint. And now we're back in that season again where I'm getting okay. fresh mint again. It actually starts from like June, I feel like. Well, you know, mints and anything to do with tea, like a lot of tea, it's around this time, right through from now through the winter. Yes. And I know you're going to love this. I'm going to put these resources in the self-care salon when the, the replay gets put up. But there's a whole section there on how to grow it. And the mint that I got from you, mom, the... <laughs> I was like, I have, you know, these big dreams. Oh, I'm going to, because when I had, remember when I had my money tree, the money tree was such a blessing in my life because before that point, I felt like I cannot grow anything. You know, I touch a plant, it dies. The mere fact that I look at it, it dies. And I was really trying to have the hands like you have, those green thumb hands, right? And this money tree, I really created an environment of like health and healing in my space. I had crystals, I had essential oils. I would pray over it, I would talk to it. I would send so much love to this money tree and it grew and it flourished. And this wasn't the only one that grew and flourished. I had the mother-in-law uh, tongue and um, I feel like I had some other big one, I can't even remember. Uh, cause we, cause I had to leave that one that I can't remember in Chicago and the other two, the money tree and the mother-in-law tongue I brought with me. And that's because the other one I think was just too big to carry. So I just had to leave it. There was a lot of separation I had to do leaving from Chicago to come to LA, but this money tree really showed the miracle. Like, you know, I may struggle with the thing right now, but it, but growth and possibility is I have it within me to do, right? It is it, there. It's it just, is, you know, it, and it so it's what? It's in my DNA. Yes. <laughs> Life, right? And yes. so it grew and it just got so beautiful. So I thought with this piece of mint that you gave me that just smells so wonderful, I could do the same thing. Now, I started it off in water, okay? And I've been changing the water but it managed to grow mold on the on a bottom part of it so i lost the leaf because the leaf of uh, one leaf started to turn yellow so i cut the leaf off broke off the mold, and i have even less of what i took <laughs> and i'm trying to figure out how to i don't know what the right the propagator whatever if that's the right term but how to get this thing from the stage it's at into to be ready to be put in soil to actually, like, well, how do I nurture on it? Okay. Um, what you might have to do, you might have to go look for the mint itself and start your own little plant. 
So I can't use because this piece that I took. Because it has a branch and it has a little bit of roots growing now. Oh, is that root? It has some little thing look like it's trying to grow some roots, but I'm not sure if it's going to fully grow before more, more mold grows. You know, I don't know how the mold got on it oh, in the first it. place. Watch it. And if, if watch it and what you can do, you could, it's a pity you didn't take a piece of the stem with you. I the have stem the stem. Put the stem in the water. That's what's in the water. Okay. So watch it. Give it time. Okay. Every time. Yeah. Because you, if you see that little piece that I got, a little piece, and look at the big tree that I have. Right. And that's what they say about spearmint, um, is that you have to keep it away from other plants because it just grows like crazy and just will start like taking over, which I'm yeah. like, that's beautiful. Like... <laughs> That's great because I just I love mint and the smell of mint. Yeah, you'd say the the the, the uh, you could plant a mint garden. Um, you know, like I could plant a mint garden because I have enough room for it. It's just mm -hmm. that I'm not good with outside. I'd have to do all my planting inside because of my allergies. But you have all the plants outside during the summer. So how did you? And I'm taking them in little by little. My allergies are killing me. So. Uh, oh, so it's better to have them outside. Yeah, until when I take them inside and the allergy season is over. But right now? Yeah. Yeah. I see. I see. So, yeah, spearmint has a lot of benefits. It boosts the immune system, eliminates nausea, balances hormone levels, reduces hirsutism. I think that's how you pronounce it, which I found very, very interesting. Hirsutism is a hormonal imbalance issue where there's too much testosterone in the body. And um, it actually reduces that, that uh, testosterone level. Um, so it does, while that's a beneficial effect for women, right. it, it does the same thing in men. So that may not be beneficial for men, you know. Um, but spearmint improves memory. Right beneficial for them what will it do to them it's gonna just it's gonna decrease their testosterone okay yeah now you know for women if our test if the male hormones what they consider male hormones is um out of balance right mm -hmm. that hormonal imbalance causes issues and can manifest into unwanted hair in different areas of the body, you know, <laughs> like your chest. Right huh? on the ear. You just, you can drink it like a tea. So that's the thing. Um, you can, you can make mint ice cubes. I've seen this one blogger called the Nerdy Farm Wife. She had recommended mint ice cubes, which I thought was pretty cool. It reminded me of the ginger cubes that you do, but just mm -hmm. like um, with mint. <laughs> Uh, mint iced tea. You could do uh, put put mint in your smoothies, which is what I have done in the past. Um, I recently made a juice with mint and pineapple, which was so good. It was mint, pineapple, ginger, mm -hmm. and uh, pear. I want to say, and it was delicious, delicious. 
Um, you could do mint and lime water. You could do mint and basil balsamic, watermelon mint pops, mint and quinoa tabbouleh with parsley, or a kale salad, or some Mediterranean herb quinoa salad. You could put mint in there. Um, so yeah, those are some different ways. How do you use mint? Tea. Just the tea? Tea. But I want to know if the spearmint, no, you could use it to massage your leg or your chin anywhere here growing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can use it topically. I like quick fix. So like <laughs> to make a massage and remove the hair. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Yeah, I don't see why not. I don't see why not. You'll, it's, yeah, make a solve. Mm -hmm. um, well, I use mint. That mint that I gave you today, so you can put it in soup, you can put it in smoothie, you can do a lot of things with it. But um, I've never tried it. I, You know what it is about that mint? I just love to grow it. I love the way it smells. Yeah. I like, like I pick up the plant and bring it in the house, the whole place smell of mint. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing it's <laughs> yeah it's really nice i'm gonna and, try i'm gonna make some tea with it and see how i like it you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah it's, not, it's mint it can't be all that bad no and you know the mint that i get from imperfect is a different kind of mint um so i don't i'm i'm not sure if there's if there's mint that's unedible, I've never seen or heard of such. <laughs> so I would assume that you should be able to just wash this off and use it the same. Right. Yeah. Um, but this, this uh, in the research that I've done, they said mint seeds generally germinate between 12 and 16 days. And they, they prefer full sun outside. And that may be the thing with mine. It's not full. It's like, it's, underneath the window in an area where you know the kitchen gets a lot of sunlight but it's indirect it's not direct direct yeah yeah and i think mint like mint like sun you know yeah it's like uh, good sunlight because that's what helped them to grow yeah and i have some resources on here if you want to grow it indoors what you'll need right. they need some um fluorescent light lamps <laughs> and they also they can also use if you have good lighting at your window mm -hmm. that's also good you know yeah and you can grow them indoors during the winter too that's where i keep my little plant that's why it's so big in the summer i put it outside and it just take off mm -hmm. that same mint that you brought with you yeah 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 so there's lots of resources on here I'm going to um, add to the uh, the notes. I like I like spear the the essential oil in spearmint also. Yes, so uh, there's a whole section on that. What would you use the oil for instead of the leaves? You can diffuse it. You can apply it to a toothbrush before brushing your teeth. Um, you can add to dessert, drinks, salads, entrees for flavoring to promote digestion. Now for this, I would really advise like for any topical and internal use of essential oils to use doTERRA essential oil. And, um, you know, my coach friend, Brianna Wilkerson, she sells doTERRA essential oils. And the reason why I say doTERRA is because 
the brands that you have out in the stores, um, they are not necessarily for consumption or even putting on your skin. You, you risk getting burned, you know, and really hurting yourself. Huh? They tell you that you have, they tell you that you have to mix it. Yeah, you have to, yeah, you have to use a carrier, but when it comes to internal use to like put in your mouth, you, you're not going to use a carrier and you risk, you know, because <laughs> I, and I could tell you from firsthand because I, I uh, swallowed a peppermint essential oil. Um, and it's because I thought this was okay for that. And it absolutely was not okay for that. So, um, oh, but I stop in for them. They tell you the one that is good for it. Yeah, sometimes they tell you on the bottle and sometimes, you know, it's hard, it's really hard to tell, but I know with doTERRA, they clearly state it on the bottle and most of their oils you can consume. But the, the, the main ones that are out there, like uh, or acacia, for example, I would never swallow this. Mm -hmm. This is the one I have, which I really love or acacia, actually. Um, I love the smell of their things. And I, I would use this, it says refreshing foot massage and they give you a little um, recipe here with a base oil to use it on your body. Cooling comfort, they have one where you just drop it on a cloth to put on your forehead and back of your neck and stuff like that. But like, and this is peppermint. This is one of those where this literally will burn your skin without but any kind of, um, without any kind of base oil, but absolutely cannot ingest this. So just want to make sure you're fully aware of that because, you know, it could turn out really badly. Yeah, um, yeah. And then for the peppermint essential oil, you can drop it in water for upset stomach. You can, oh, they say you can uh, diffuse or dilute and massage over solar plexus or heart for confidence or courage. <laughs> which I, I like to, I have a um, mint and lavender essential oil yes. that I spray actually. And it really does lift my spirit. Mint just lifts, you know. I get that from the sun. I get that from the sun too. And just mint is just one of those other things. It's just like, you know, you're in a mood and it just lifts you right. out of that. Right. Good for the brain. Yes, it's good it when. So why does that though? Because it opens up your breathing. Mm-hmm. Right, peppermint does that. And um, I learned this from Jim Quick. If you want to memorize something, whether it be a password, whether it be a speech, maybe you have to do um, a sermon or you're in a play or whatever, a poem you need to memorize, spray mint and recite it like you would. And the smell and the recitation, like all of that will help you retain. And in right. particular, mint. In particular, mint is um, helpful for that in terms of um, your brain being able to absorb and keep the information. Mm. Um, so yeah, I just, you know, there's been plenty, there's like so much information here to just dig in on, um, you know, how to utilize mint to, for your 
whatever it is that you need um, in your health. And I just, I just thought, you know, cause it's coming in fresh right now. We could get it all from all these different areas. Um, but leaning in on the medicinal benefits of it, like, you know, I think the, in terms of how useful it can be for PCOS, which we've talked about before, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, um, and that hormonal imbalance, I was just really surprising to me because I didn't know it was on that level of healing. You know, I would never think of spearmint as one of those, you know, big time herbs, you know, <laughs> but that's pretty big. Yes, yeah. Yeah. You know, as long as your body not filled with a lot of toxins, it's easier for the body to press, press, uh, process those mints and stuff when you're when you take them, you understand? Yeah. Them, yeah. Yeah, we're all on our journey trying to eat as clean as possible, as fresh as possible. Right, um, we try, but there's another there's another situation out there trying harder to destroy the food. So, you know, because they claim that the population is so hard, so this so large, so this is why they have to do what they do. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> we go on a diet we only eat once a day <laughs> well i know the fresh organic produce that we have available to us in all our cities um mm -hmm. is full of nutrition full of all the wisdom and intelligence that god wants us to consume for ourselves to, for our body to be as vibrant and as healthy as possible so we can do god's work in the world and i would love right now mom if you could you know, close us out in prayer. Um, we've learned so much today. We've grown, we've been inspired. We've, we've learned, our minds have been open. Um, if you can just close us out so we can take that inspiration with us throughout the rest of the week. All right. Dear God, please don't allow us to let the devil control our thoughts. Today, I pray that we don't allow the devil to fill us with difficulties and doubt, jealousy, fear, regret, procrastination, and anger, or mean thoughts. But dear God, rather let us choose you to guide us with a loving heart that we may go through our days without anger. Please fill us with a help of forgiveness a heart of forgiveness, God, and a healthy body, and a people of hope. And dear God, I pray for all those people right now listening to this prayer, that you will heal them from whatever sickness they may have, whatever disease that they may be carrying, whatever unforgiving spirit that they're carrying with them that hinder them from enjoying this beautiful life that you have given us, Lord. Lord, we are on a journey and we ask you to lead us through this life. In the name of your Father, your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. And so it is. Thank you, mom. Yes. And you know, I was, um, next week we can speak on some of these things I was researching and I meant to go through it. Uh, uh, it's scripture that goes along with all the health 
issues and stuff and the daily things that we go through. And sometimes if we start our day with God, we will realize how beautiful life is. And forgetting the things, forgetting our past and forgetting the things that we already have. The things we don't have, we don't need it. But if we kind of put God first in our daily thoughts and, and prayers, we will, we, we, we are people of promise. And God promised he will never leave us all for six. Mm -hmm. So be blessed. Be blessed. Thank you so much. Okay, darling.